This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. But as we start talking about the Detroit Lions and their matchup with the Philadelphia Eagles, the big question coming out of the last couple of days was, one, uh, how Vitae went down, back issue. Uh, it's being reported as a back issue. He's on IR, which means for at least four weeks, he's going to be down where do the lines go? Because now they're shuffling things around. There's a there's a lot of different ways. And also coming out of yesterday's practice, Frank Ragnow was limited with a groin issue. Tommy Kramer didn't practice. Yeah. I mean, so back up last year. Let's go with the assumption first that Frank is going to play. How do you replace Hal Vitae at the guard position? Because when uh, Dan Campbell was on with us in the morning, he went through a list of different scenarios. One of them was to put Penny Sewell at guard and then, you know, bring in uh, Matt Nelson at tackle. I'm not a big fan of trying to solve one problem by creating two problems. I think that Decker and, and Sewell should stay at tackle and you figure out what you're going to do inside. How would you especially since we've both had a chance to see practice. You've been there, obviously, at the preseason games. How would you solve this riddle? For me, it would be easy if Tommy Kramer was available. Now, Tommy Kramer's also dealing with a back injury and hasn't practiced this week uh, either. I mean, we'll see we'll see how, how the rest of the week folds out, but that would be an easy replacement in my mind. Just put Tommy Kramer in. He started three games last year as an undrafted free agent, did a really nice job. Uh, wasn't great by any means, but I think he's gotten better in year two. And there's a reason that um, they kept him on this on this roster to be that um, main interior backup. Now, with him dealing with injuries and Frank dealing with injuries, it, it, it gets a little bit more complicated. And like you said, I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of if you're missing one guy, plug one guy in. The more yeah. you start to shovel, because now, look, you're, you're already going to be down at right guard, right? If you move Sewell to right guard, is he as good as Vitae? I'm going to say probably not, only because he's never played that. So you're right. You're already weakening a position there, and you're weakening the right tackle spot by putting in Matt Nelson, who, no offense, played he's nice last Penny year. Sewell. He's not Panay Sewell. So now you're weakening uh, two or three spots on that uh, on that line. Um, I'm also a big fan of uh, and a big believer of putting your best five out there. Now, assuming Frank plays – you know, we obviously know they'll have four of their best five with Decker, Jackson, Frank, and um, and Panay. Who's who's your fifth? Who's your, who's your sixth best guy? Not including Vitae. In my mind, I think that would be Evan Brown. I think Evan Brown played really, really good football last year when he had to fill in, and what it ended up being, you know, twelve starts. I think it was. Um, he was a really good player for this team, so he would be my number one choice. To I don't go think he, I don't think he's, I don't think he's a guard. But if you're talking about trying to get the best five on the field, I think you have to consider putting 
Evan Brown in at center and moving Frank to guard because Frank played guard, you know, his first year in the NFL. He was our starting left guard yeah. his rookie season uh, in 2018. He's familiar with that spot. He's he's familiar with how the interior of the line operates, passing off those games and making calls and making the slides. And and it wouldn't – I don't think it would put too much stress on Evan Brown because you still have Frank out there. Yep. Guards can still make the calls. Guards can still get up there and identify the linebackers and call out the blitzes and all that good shit. So uh, I think, you know what, that might be the best option in my mind because it allows your best five that you have available to get on the field. When I, that's what I felt as well, because especially, you know, we start talking about going from left to right. I think that becomes an issue because there was, uh, you know, in Dan's answer to us, he had talked about moving Jonah Jackson over to right guard. I don't want to do that as well because you're going from a left-hand stance to a right-hand stance. And Frank does have that, you know, experience in guard. I believe it was left guard um, his rookie season, but he's a right-handed center. So coming out of a right-handed stance to me would not be that big of a deal from him to move from center to guard. Ideal, no, but when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Evan Brown, I don't necessarily, and you would know this better than me, can can he play guard at all? Or is he strictly a one-position guy? Well, I mean, I've never seen him play guard. Yeah. Um, obviously, last year, the games we saw, he was strictly center. Um, throughout training camp in the preseason, he was strictly center. Uh, not saying he could not play guard. Um, I just haven't seen it. I mean, they, and that's probably – uh an option that they're going with as well down to practice you know i'm sure there's a bunch of guys that are kind of getting thrown at that right guard spot and you know see who see who comes out of there but um yeah i mean i think evan is more just his body type too i mean he's kind of a shorter stocky dude that just kind of fits better at the center position so um shorter guys usually play inside anyway yeah but here's the problem too if you put (laughs) if you put both if you put both centers on the field you know, and one of those goes, one of those guys goes down. You know, okay. So who's, let's, who's let's your, go who's your third? Who, who else snaps the ball? Well, on that but team? let's go through know. that exercise, okay? Because you may not have to put both centers on the field for one of them to go down if Frank doesn't go. And I, reading the tea leaves, I think this is a precautionary measure because Hal's already down. Sounds like it. Yeah. That they are just being very protective of Frank, especially on the heels of what how they started off last season. Hey. Final cuts are made. We're ready to go. And then all of a sudden, Taylor Decker gets hurt, right? And you don't want to have that moment. So they're going to they're gonna be very cautious with these guys. Plus, they know that, uh, Frank, he doesn't need a whole lot of reps at practice. He got those in training camp. He's had them throughout the course of his career. He can go in there and play at a high level uh, with his experience and the way that you know he can play. If he doesn't go, obviously, Evan Brown goes in at center. And then you're, I mean, you're you're starting to eliminate possibilities, but what do you do with that right guard position at that point? Is it Logan Stenberg? I think I think that would be a last ditch effort to maybe try to get Matt Nelson on the field and bump in Penisool. I wouldn't like it, um, but there's just been nothing that I've seen from Logan Stenberg so far 
that tells me he can be a quality right. starter in this league. Yeah, and I'm well, not I mean, we're, we're talking the about the, just, the seventh guy down yeah, the list, I mean, so if, I don't know that you necessarily have a whole lot of guys. You know, not a lot of options left. Um, How about and, Matt Nelson? I don't think Matt – well, that's why I think the scenario you can put Panay Sewell at right guard and put Matt Nelson at right tackle. I think that, I think that would be your best option as far as um, – Getting quality players on the field and nothing, you know, I'm not trying to bash Logan Stenberg. He's just, he's got, he's still got a lot of work to do to kind of prove that, you know, he's, he's a dependable guy that can go out there and get the job done. So um, if that situation arose, my God, that would be horrible. (laughs) That would be awful heading into week one. I hope it doesn't happen. Uh, I think you have to find a way that's, then I would try to, then I would probably consider, uh, you know, a Panay, we might need you inside. Now, a lot of that too has to do with the matchups, right? I mean, you look at, uh, Philadelphia's front uh, front four guys, you know, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, who's one of the best nose tackles in the game, um, Josh Sweat, Derek Barnett coming off an edge. Uh, they've got some pretty good players. I mean, where do you feel like that one-on-one matchup, do you feel like Panay Sewell would be better suited at right guard going against Fletcher Cox than, um, than you know, Logan Stenberg would or than – uh, you know, Evan Brown would. I mean, yeah. probably that's when you you'd probably have to take that into account as well. But um, gosh, we'll see what happens. I mean, we still got a couple days uh, of practice left. And like you said, I, I think uh, I'm not overreacting to the news that Frank was limited. I think, yeah. like you said, that was probably precautionary. Hey, we're already out one starter. You know, you don't want to hit the fan this early in the season, potentially going to week one down two, maybe three guys. So, uh, we'll see what happens. Still got a couple more, couple more days of, of preparation left before we get that final injury report here, usually, what, Friday afternoon or so. But uh, Frank would be a guy I would expect to play.